Happy as Larry. Good luck, kids. Welcome to the show. All right. Got a boy. Welcome. Oh, shit. <laughs> Thanks for coming, dude. Dude, of course. Really appreciate it. Um, Anytime. We thought we'd just fucking hang out. We've been, we've been chilling before we were um, doing the podcast, catching up and seeing what you've been up to uh, before this. And it sounds like you're up to a fucking lot, which is exciting. And we heard one of the songs that you're going to put out. And, dude, tell us a bit about it. Just as a bit of a background check, it's uh, Mr. Carl Gutterson, Mr. Producer, and also Gutterboy. Yeah. Also mixer, uh, engineer as well, recorder. He mixes when, all our When did shit. we start working together? Oh, it'd be a while now. It's March 2020. March 2020? Holy shit. I reckon. Yeah. That's when Old Man came out. That's the first oh, one you yeah. did. Yeah. So maybe before then. Dude. Classic track. So the first time I heard that, I was like, super excited to work with you guys. It's Six. been fucking. <clears throat> I remember, like, I remember how it started. It was with um, Danichi. It was with Mitch. Oh, yeah, that's right. That yeah, the, yeah. The, uh, you, Wait. I think um, maybe Greeny spoke to Mitch, and then he was saying that you were mixing Danichi and stuff. And then Mitch was like, oh, sick. Let's try, let's try it, Kyle. And then, that's it. And then the, the love affair never, begun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Full love story. Yeah. Now we're intertwined. Uh, yeah. You will not stop us. Dude, I can't believe how like, uh, patient you've been with us. Because we've had like, well, two mixes before maybe. Mm. One or two. I don't know. But every single person hasn't really flowed this, whatever reason that might be. But Because we're difficult. <laughs> yeah. Because they we're suck. Annoying. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah. 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 We're annoying. Not annoying, but we're just like. Ask the questions nobody's asking and shit. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, dude, like the first time you sent me a track, it was like 25 track. Oh, it was like, no, it was like fucking like 40 tracks long. Like you sent me like all the files and I was like, holy fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, they got like a synth part that's just like one little note. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, can you reverse that <laughs> and put it through auto tune? <laughs> And Kyle's got the patience back. Yeah, man. Fucking yeah, enjoy that. Of like, course. Like, yeah. Yeah. Most kinds of back. Like, mm, nah. But it goes back and forth. So, like, Mark before Kyle, like, he we pretty much rock up and he was like, you could sense he was frustrated two or three, like, juggling sessions in. And we were just like, ah, oh, it's not going to work. And then as soon as we got with Kyle, it's just like back and forth. And we were just like, dude, can you change this one annoying minor thing that's going to make 1% difference? And then he's just like, yeah, dude. Yeah. And go back and forth. They're like, yeah, where just some milk. Milk in the street. Sent him notes of just Scotty's handwriting that was about a page long. Pretty much dude, had to decipher it. Yeah, <laughs> that was the that was the biggest job actually trying to work out what was in the notes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the first time I read your notes, I was just like I get like half of it. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that probably doesn't make sense to me anymore. Really. You didn't even know what you're writing. A- like ancient Chinese hieroglyphics, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The handwriting of a four-year-old. <laughs> He's like, forget the music, go back to school first, then we'll talk. Yeah. 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 Should have just sent me back there. Sorry, brother. <laughs> Write it out on Microsoft Word. <laughs> yeah, put it on Dude, a Word. Dude, yeah. No, but the first time we did a track, like the old friend track, it was all over email. Like we were talking on email. Yeah, yeah. The, old, back, the good old email. Back, dude, yeah. oh, I remember now it's all coming back. That was the first time for us when we sat down on a track and I got like a fucking really epic feeling back from a mix. I think it was like when we were polishing it off at your house and I was just like, whoa, this is yeah. sick. And then that, like from that moment on, it's like I think we clicked and we're like, yep, we need to work with this guy. Yeah. And it was always fun. Like a lot of times it's grind. Like, fuck, we're going to go in and finish your song with this whoever. <clears throat> and it's just always a 
pain because they don't want to be there. They don't want to be doing it. You don't want to be there. The vibe's just fucking weird. But you go to Coles and you're just hanging out and you finish it and then it's like, fuck, that's boss. Yeah, yeah you're just hanging out with a mate. Like, you're literally just yeah, chill. that's like 100% like what it should be, right? Mm. Like oh, if absolutely. you're truly like... Mixing and stuff. Yeah. yeah. And even just like ideas on the fly, you were just, we were just like, what if we do this? What if we do this? And you're like, yep, let's get a crack. <laughs> yep. That's like last minute things. I remember like old yep. friend, and we're driving to yours, and me and Benny were in the car, and we'll, I think we'll just like maybe listen to the the latest mix like one more time just to like suss it out or whatever. And it was like this one last thing. Benny's like, oh, what about with the delay? When it's like catching up with me, it used to be just like a oh little like, yeah. And he's like, "What about if we just fucking cut it and just make it me 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 me?" And I was like, "Oh, dude, we don't want to piss him off too much, man." Like, yeah. But then, like, suggested it, and he's just like, "Yeah, man, fucking bang." Four done, seconds bang. later, is this what you mean? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was yeah, such a it. sick part of the song. I reckon that that whole section there, like, of that particular song, was just like the coolest section. Probably like one of the funnest things, like bars of music we've worked on, I think, because it was just like, mm. it came yeah. out of that part. I was like, dun, 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 <laughs> dude, still to my day, probably our fa- my favorite, like, part of any music we've done is uh, probably that part when it's like, catching up. Just because it's like, also has like a time where <laughs> when we're recording it, like, we were at home or whatever. And um, I remember, this is how I remember, I don't know if anybody remembers it like this as well, but I remember that we were recording on the DX7 and Benny was playing the the keys on it and um, we had a sustain pedal and the idea in my mind was like catching up with me and hold these long notes just like kind of like whatever mm. but um, for whatever reason the sustain pedal wasn't working didn't want to work kind of thing and mm. um, we were just chilling and then because it wasn't working I guess Ben was just doing something different and just went catching up with bing, 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 like that thing and I was just chilling yeah. like stone days and just like thinking about it, and then I remember just looking over. I was like, "Yep, that's fucking good." <laughs> <laughs> I literally still remember now. But I remember I was one of those like, as well, dude. I was just that. like, "That is sick as fuck." I just yeah. love when it that. hits, it hits, and you're just like, "Oh, baby!" Yeah, what and then he just like looks like, "Yeah, yeah." because like then the vocal thing kind of like just like syncopated with yeah. that, right? And just worked perfectly. Just yeah, like, bing, 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 bing. Bing, bing, bing. dude, that's something as well. Like I want to. Bring it to our live shows as well. Like it's fucking obviously, obviously pretty hard, but making it a way where we could somehow delay the vocals. Where I don't know if Benny's got like some sort of vocal pedal or like yeah. or whatever. Some dude can be like catching up with beep beep beep, and then just fucking send that delay just like spawn around the room, and then yeah, it'd be sick. Yeah, that'd be cool as. Yeah, got to find yeah. a way to make it so you can like you've got the tap tempo thing. Yeah, but if there was a way of instead of a delay, like you sample it. So it's like, it's got like a, a, mm. the last sen- section and you can actually tap the sample as opposed to just having a delay that's on like a tempo. Yeah. Because then you could just go, meet, 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 meet and tap it because we always play different tempos and it's always going to just not yeah. like in line. There's well, got to be something like, we've got well, the glitch pedal. That, that's true. Dude, we haven't used that. We can do it on actually. the digital delay as well. Like that boss one, that'll do it. Catch sample? Does it oh, tap, it's does it tap, yeah. Sample? Tap, you can tap tempo, isn't it? Yeah. No, I'm saying like get away from the tempo so that you can tap the sample itself. Oh, so okay. Yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. Blue voice play fucking live thing that I have. <clears throat> There's a thing where you can plug it into your guitar. It picks up the tempo you're playing. Yeah. So you're playing at whatever BPM. It'll figure that out and then you do the vocal thing and it'll go to that same yeah. tempo. Yeah, legit. Which is probably... But anyway. How, how are you yeah. going to... How have you gone translating all your stuff to Gutterboy, Kyle? 
like the live performance. Live, yeah. I, I've only ever done like one session with the drummer because I didn't have anyone else um, before that. So like we like it was just me and drums. So we had like we're gonna like play the backing tracks though. Is yeah. my thing. Because like you don't, guys don't play the backing tracks, do you? Nah, no. We have sampler. Well, yeah, yeah, not really. We have ones that, yeah, not backing tracks. Well, yeah. the, the Peggiator in Lost is essentially a backing track. True, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. But anyway. No, nah, like this stuff is going to be like, yeah, so our drummer will have like the in-ears and he will kind of be guiding the whole thing because there's so many electronic elements to it that's kind of hard. Like, if I wanted to, you know, really flesh that out, I have so many people on fucking stage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, like, I still want to keep all those elements in, so I, I kind of have to play to a backing track. Yeah. Um, And, like, I was contemplating just doing it without a band at all for a bit. So yeah. I was, like, prepared to do a backing track type, like, yeah, type thing. Yeah, full backing track and just you on vocals? And yeah. And I'm, like, I'd honestly, like, still be happy to do that um, for, like, gigs here and there. Yeah. Like it's just like a little like because you just rock up, you like got minimal setup, and it's just more like showcasing your music. Yeah, it's like this is what I do, and this is just me singing to it, so you yeah. get an idea of what I, what I do. Because um, I'm aware that putting a live set together takes time, especially oh, yeah, when you're yeah. breaking down full electronic songs into um, like a live thing. Yeah, but yeah, so far like we actually haven't jammed as like a full band yet. But yeah, it'll be drums, bass, and. Yeah, backing track kind of shit. So you're a real bass guitar? Mm, yep. Uh, anyone keys? I'll probably be doing a little bit of keys. Yeah. Um, I want to keep my like input like as vocal as possible, like yeah, just yeah. keep it to vocals. For sure. But I want to be like fucking around with shit because it's like, you know, parts where I'm not singing and things like that. Yeah. You want to keep it, I reckon, as minimal as possible for you because you, like, you want to have a good time at the end of the day, like when you're gigging. Yeah. <clears throat> you don't have to be worrying about like fucking playing keys and you're like oh fuck I gotta do this thing as well and then this thing and I gotta sing like you, you're exactly. fucking preoccupied where if you just gotta sing you can sing and then you can drink your beer and fucking have fun well that's the thing I wanna be like yeah as engaging as possible yeah, yeah it's, it's one of those things once you start doing it live more and you start practicing then you might come up with ways on the fly to just make it suit the live kind yeah. of feeling better than you know trying to do the perfect recorded version yeah exactly and i think we'll try to like yeah we're gonna like step it up in just terms of like you know a lot of the songs i do are very chill but try to like fucking amp just it like, up yeah, yeah amp it up like, yeah. Fuck not. that's a good thing with live like you can you can do whatever the fuck you want yeah yeah so you I'm, got different okay. versions and um a live version that you've really changed from like the recordings or like, is it just you're going to be like literally the same as the um recording and try and make it more epic like for live stuff, yeah. like yeah, we just, it's gonna be like yeah, pretty much this like same structure, like sh same everything as like the originals. Just like I'm just kind of giving the guys that are playing bass and drums like all the freedom that they want to <clears throat> take over yeah. that part. That's a good approach, I reckon. Yeah, yeah. it's like this is kind of like the structure of the song, but do whatever the fuck get, you want. Yeah, at the same keep time. it fun for everyone too. It yeah, kind yeah. of rules oh, out. I don't mind if you do a little bass line here. <laughs> yeah. Do it. Take yeah. Yeah. Solo yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he just stops like, I'm not done. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> gonna... But like, that's a good approach because it kind of gets rid of, well, irons out all the mistakes. Like, if somebody has like a minor fuck up, they mm. can get out of it without it being like, fuck, I've just ruined a part of the song kind of thing. Yeah. You've, you've, you haven't like played it exactly like robotically like it's meant to be. Exactly. And cool shit happens, man. Like, Sometimes yeah. people can just go off on like tangents and you can just be like feeling it and then all of a sudden things like change. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's yeah. fun. It's part of being a band, I reckon. That's it. And I do feel like part of playing with like the um, backing tracks kind of feels a little restricting in a mm. way. Yeah. However, 
I think it'll like again like I haven't even done it yet yeah. we're gonna like rehearse soon but I think when we do we'll get a feel for it and even just playing just drums and like backing track and me singing was like fucking so much fun yeah, yeah. but I th the one thing I was missing because we were playing through like PA speakers where there's like no bass in them like whatsoever yeah 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 so like the one thing that was missing from that jam was the fact that you know you get these loud as fuck drums but the bass was just like nothing nothing yeah you need so that bass yeah so I think when that comes together it's gonna be a good time <coughs> do you yeah. play synth bass or do you N nah so he will just be a lot I mean I play synth bass uh, <laughs> bass <laughs> Bape. Favorite band? Yeah, I've, I play synth bass. Yeah, on my tracks, like when I record them. But for the live stuff, it'll always be like acoustic bass. Yeah, yeah. Well, I could be wrong, dude. You could you also sorry, Benny. Fucking cut you off. Just yeah. to throw an idea. You yeah. can get these synth pedals. Um, they're like synthesizer pedals for a bass. I've never used one. I've never tried one. But you could play bass and then hit the synth pedal, and it turns into like a synthy kind of bass sound? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, because well, a lot of the, like, I have thought about it because a lot of the, like, the bass that I use as well is like 808s and shit like that. Yeah. Like kind of <clears throat> that hip hop yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Can you so, get, mm. you could probably just get like a fucking sine wave or some shit. Like, like a, a well, low that's end it. sine wave. Yeah, but I'm just not sure. Like, yeah, uh, that's the stuff I haven't really even thought about yet. Well, you can even get those, um, uh, have you seen Roland have pretty much re-released everything? Oh, dude, yeah. 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 And Behringer as well. Behringer? Oh, that's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Dude. Yeah. yeah. So well, you got the DeepMind synth, yeah, which is we, fucking dope. We like Behringer. Well, I like Behringer. It's like cheap as fuck. Well, dude, they used to be that cheap brand that everyone hated. Yeah. Because they were just like, it's cheap, but it also sucks. Yeah. When they were just rip-offs, I don't think they were doing anything too original, no. but they were just like, fuck it, this works. Let's take a bit from that, a bit from that, a bit from that. Yeah. I'd argue the DeepMind has probably the best presets on and out of all all of the really they've got they've got because it's like I feel like it's just got so much shit crammed into it because it's like digital but it's got so much room for so many different effects and so much different stuff going on yeah the presets itself like it's so complicated to make a sound on because it's just so much shit and you got to deep dive yeah. everything go through the menu and everything but like the presets itself are always like crazy mm. and like sometimes you stumble across one that makes sense yeah and they're the good ones like the morning sound like that song we were showing you before yeah there's like an intro sound to it and that's just purely the deep mind and it's like the ones that make sense fucking are right on the money i reckon it'd be cool once we work it out how you can kind of like take the patches that are already in there and then simplify them and like work them backwards and then find out like what really is in there yeah yeah for sure reverse engineer <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. What's well, it because, like, with something like that, like, all the kind of settings are in front of you. Like, I feel like on a lot of plugins, you're like, what's making the sound? Then you click, like, a button and there's, like, this whole back end to it. It's, like, yeah. all this fucking shit going. On. You're like, fuck. Dude, that's the yeah. thing like I was saying to you before. Like, we don't have any plugins, mm. and it's because of that fucking reason we can't figure out how to put them on. Yeah. But <laughs> it's, it's also, like, in my mind, like, I much prefer work on something I can see and be like, okay, this is doing that, and I'm putting the slider up or whatever mm. but when it's on like a thing my brain's just like it's i'm just dragging a mouse and then i'm dragging a mouse and i'm dragging a mouse and it's like yeah i can't tell the difference too much well there's something to be said for like you know like just like the physical like you know actually pushing buttons and doing stuff like that it's just like so much more interactive dude, dude. and i feel yeah. like so much more like creative See, a lot of the time it's like you can take it into another room and then it's like it's an instrument as opposed to being an instrument inside the computer which makes it not feel like an instrument mm, but also sure. like there's something to be said like i know it's stupid 
but we were talking the other day about Greeny got this profit. It's like a um, Dave Smith. A Rev Two. Rev Two. And it's Fuck got yeah. it's got like um, this is, is stupid. It shouldn't mean anything, but it actually really means a lot. It's underrated as fuck. But it's like the way that the sensitivity rolls, like how much resistance there is in the knobs. Mm. If you have like a filter sweep thing and you're like winding up the filter, mm. you can feel the resistive uh, the resistivity in the knob as you wind it up. It feels way more epic. And <laughs> yeah. if you like if you like got the mouse and you like drag the mouse up, yeah. it doesn't have the same feel. And I reckon that's like. That in itself makes it worth the money, you know, because you can just like yeah. you feel the thing you're making, so you like make better songs. Like you feel you got more yeah. in it. Yeah, absolutely. So it's like there's something to be said for that for the, sure. Yeah. Real quick, fact check on the word restivity. I saw your face as he said that. He's just like, have a quick look at that before we sound this one off. Resistivity. Is it resistivity? Who cares? You can do whatever the fuck you want to make some words. But with the Rev 2, like, I was so reluctant to get the the knobs as opposed to, like, because I'd played Ben Super 6 and everything's a slider. And I'd really like the idea of the sliders. And then I was trying to get something that had sliders. But then I looked into it and the Rev 2 was like the one that I should have got. And then now that I've been using it for a while, I really like that they're knobs. And mm. it's yeah. it's, yeah. it's one of those things, see how long it lasts. Because I've noticed that over time, the resistance kind of, kind of you wear, wear through the resistance. Dude, I've snapped <laughs> off knobs. Oh, the ends of the sliders have like popped off and bent and shit. Because like <laughs> when we sometimes have like parties or people over or whatever, and I'll just leave it like just sitting around like an idiot. And then... I wake up the next day and it's fucking bent out of whack and missing Fuck. knobs and shit. I'm like, no, dude. dude. Fuck. Yeah. At least the knobs are probably the more durable. There's no resistance on them, though. You <coughs> yeah. just sort of like slide yeah. it up. Like, even when you're yeah. pushing it up, sometimes you can like tap it and it goes too far or something like that. But yeah. that's, 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 that's Behringer. It's, yeah, exactly. it's, a, it's, yeah. a, it's packed full of like awesome stuff but built for like Cheap. a consumable price. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Sure. No disrespect to Behringer. No, well, they did an awesome thing with that. Please that sponsor. Yeah, sponsors. <laughs> yeah, Behringer, please. Arguably, maybe <laughs> fucked over some companies. That's a negative side to them. Yeah. Well, they're probably just like, why would I get a Behringer when I can, why would I get a fucking profit when I can get a Behringer? Like, maybe took money away from the big dogs that do epic shit. Could get them all. It's the name of the game. It's all circuitry. <coughs> just plug yeah. them in. Buy one, sell it. Buy one, next one, sell it. Just keep it circulating. Yeah. yeah. Do you reckon you're going to sell your Super 6, man? Not a fucking chance. <laughs> what is a super six? I actually don't know what that is. Oh, like, I can see it. That blue blue thing Step there. into what Benjamin's brand? office. <laughs> <laughs> what brand is that? It's a mega synth. It's um, by UDO. It's like a English company. It's a boutique company. That I think they were like a boutique synth company, and then they just fucking blew up. Like right. they're in a lot of they're in like Echo to, um, Found Sound and just like yeah. synth shops and shit. I think they're even in like. Main ones in the city. What's that one? DJ City and stuff like that. Yeah, okay. But anyway, they just sort of blown up. But it's just like a real like use it. It's an interface thing. It hasn't got a screen, so you, there's no menu deep diving. Yeah. You literally just like turn a knob and it affects it. Yeah, yeah. As you turn, as you turn, use the fader. That's the thing. Yeah. It's almost cool. like they took the best things of everything and put it into all like everything that everybody wanted and put it into one unit. Mm. Yeah, yeah. But the thing is, it's modeled after the. Jupiter, Roland Jupiters. Oh, okay. So, yeah, yeah. It's literally like, if you look at it, it's like it's exact same layout. Like the way, like even where they've positioned like the LFOs <laughs> and the filters and they're all exactly the same, mm. but it's just got a blue and white color scheme. <laughs> but, yeah. it's, but it's sick. Like it's, it's like, and it's also got other shit in it that's, that's sick. Like 
yeah, I won't go into it, but yeah, it's cool. So what sense have you been using? Apart from your um, uh, 808. The OP1, the teenage yeah, engineering OP1. That's like the tiny little... That's the one you're using on the plane, yeah? Hmm? Oh, you were using it on a road trip or something? Um, or a plane? When I make that up? I think you made that up. You've made it up. Cool. <laughs> well, but a private jet flying. Uh, yeah, a private jet. Going yeah, a, that was going it. to a penthouse or something. <laughs> I was just on the tram, actually. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but that's the thing. You could. Yeah. That, I think that's the cool thing about it. It's like it's just super portable. But it's yeah. also like really useful. I thought like because you can make whole tracks on it. So you can make, like you can see good drums like everything. You can only do four tracks at a time though. Yeah. Can and you? One, uh, sorry to cut you off. Can you shift? Um, <clears throat> good four track. Shift it. Fuck. The three onto the one and then go again? I don't think so, but don't quote me on that because I'm not 100% sure. But I don't think you can. But you can, like, once you've recorded a synth part and you're, like, fucking around with modulation and stuff like that, that's it. Like, you record it once and it records as audio. That's yeah. good. So, like, you're stuck to that idea. So, like, and if you change sound, like, you can save sounds and shit. Annoying thing about it, though, is, like, every time you save a sound, you can't name it. It just saves it as a screenshot. Does it save it as this like is a the little white one, yeah? Yeah, that's yeah. like that big, yeah, like yeah. a keyboard. Yeah. For, for, for everyone at home on the podcast, it's what what measurement were we talking there? About a 30 centimeter. <laughs> it's a white PSP. Yeah, and <laughs> it's like a slightly bigger white PSP. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, people have been making beats on PSPs lately. I've Dude. been seeing it come up on Instagram. Here. I've seen all that shit. Really? Yeah. I really want to get a PSP now, but I, I always wanted a PSP because I always had the fucking DS. I guess yeah. PSP is like so like people would just be hacking into that thing and just doing whatever they want now. Well, I think it's I think it's a game. Oh. I think what they're making these beats on is just a game. Like like a you know you buy the thing for it and it's like just a like disc, like a PSP disc. Yeah, I think so. Dude, there's a um, I've seen a video. Yeah. So there's a the old what? PlayStation ones. There's an old game called something like Producer or some shit like that. Yeah, and you can make. Um, sing songs on it? Mm. Nah, it's not sing star. It's like it's literally like you can make beats. It's like the same layout as Pro Tools and Logic and stuff like that. You got the kind of grid and stuff. Yeah. <clears throat> but I saw someone on YouTube or whatever making a song on it. Yeah. And it's just old as fuck kind of beats, kind of from the two thousands or whatever. Mm. But it's interesting. Like people just going straight back to like old old school shit. Did you ever yeah. have um, virtual DJ? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that's where everybody learned how to DJ. Yeah, like, did dude, you just ever, like did you with their mouse that? on the no, thing. No, what is it? It's just like a, it's like a DJ console, but it's all just on the computer. So you yeah. can pretty much learn how to DJ fully just on this thing, and you can just load your tracks in and then just do it like you're on actual decks. It's like, mom, come into my room, listen to <laughs> <Yeah>. this mix. <laughs> Told you not to come in when I'm back in my room. <laughs> <laughs> dude, that was like I remember when I was a kid. I got um in like a Kellogg's cereal thing. Music software? I thought you were going to say um, Ancient Empires or something. Yeah, I called that as well. Dude, was that called like, was it like an ABC thing? Yeah, was it was like, like it was so, it was, Music Maker? I just remember it being similar to GarageBand and it had loops installed in it. Yeah. And you just put the loops in and then you just like cut Dude, them up. yes. I remember that, that's the first, that's probably the first musical experience I've ever had. Ever. Yeah, dude, I remember that <laughs> so that clearly. Yeah. Um, yeah, we lent it to one of my like brother's friends one time. Is never that how got, you never got it back. <laughs> That's how I started, actually. <laughs> Released my it? first track. Yeah, how did it actually start? Yeah, yeah. Just, for real. Um, with like all the electronic stuff, like and getting into mixing, I think like it took a while from when I started producing to getting into proper like mixing. But um, producing is in you were recording bands. 
producing it more so like just like electronic music because i was like really into edm in high school yeah yeah um one of my friends like i started listening to skrillex heaps like every kid in like 20 2010 or whatever the fuck it was 2011 yeah um and one of my friends uh he he was just like he showed me this program. Do you know Massive? The plugin called Massive. It's like one of the main things that like Skrillex was using to make his crazy sounds. And he showed me like the standalone version of that. Like my friend showed me it. Like not even in a door or anything. It literally just like desktop application, and you just click on the keyboard and make sounds. And I was like, this is fucking crazy. Blue I'm mind. like, yeah. I was like, I could make like Skrillex type music with this fucking thing on the computer. But then I was like, but wait, if it's a standalone, like, how do I make a song? And then I was, I started looking at that. And then I got FL Studio. I cracked it. Like, again, <laughs> like every other kid getting <laughs> into producing, I just, like, cracked it. Uh, cracked Massive as well. And next minute, I was just, like, making beats. Like, dude, there's some whack shit that I've made. <laughs> like, really whack. Like, out, man. man, I've got a whole hard drive of every, because, like, it was me and my two friends who, like, were, like, we learned producing together. Nice. Like, um, we didn't even go to the same school. We met through rock school. What the fuck is rock, rock school? <laughs> dude, rock school is... Jack, um, like Jack Black at the front. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, dude. It was this place in Moorabbin. And it's like, when I was in year seven, I just like went to this rock school and it's just like 20, 30 other kids and they put you in a band. Like, they say, what do you play? Like, let's put you in a band together. What'd you play? I played drums. Nice. Yeah. But that's where I met these two guys, and that's where, yeah, I kind of like, yeah, that's where it kind of all started, I guess, at rock school. <laughs> yeah, the school, <laughs> school of rock. Dude, that is fucking pretty fascinating. But yeah, like, and then it just kind of like, I, dude, like there was a, time, a period of time when I was like 15, because I had a manager overseas. I had this, because I got signed to a label when I was like 14. No way. Yeah, it dude, was really wet. For, for electronic? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I got signed to a label. I posted my stuff to SoundCloud, and this label hit me up, and they were like, this is fucking sick, because I released, like, three tracks. And, like, I still think they're right, yeah, especially, yeah. like, considering, like, the time period. It was, like, Electro House kind of shit. Yeah. Dude, can I, can I just say, to cut you off there, that song that you showed, that you showed us before, mm. like, is fucking epic. Like, Thanks, man. Dude, I was they're, genu- all, they're all just ready for the fucking but that mainstream, one, like, pop, just fucking bangers. For sure, but that one was, like, an outlier for me. I feel like, like, just straight away, the, the, the drum beat coming in early, and I reckon it's probably one of your advantages having, like, a drumming background, because you've got, like, that, mm. like, the beat, like, you got the, the feel on it. Yeah. I fully get that. Yeah, it does help having, yeah, like, a rhythmic background, I guess, yeah, like, because, sure. like, drums is, like, always what I've been playing since I was, like, super young. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. go on, you were, you were, um, oh yeah, talking about label. No, it was just yeah. I mean, it was like pretty like straightforward. After that, it was like got signed to this label. They weren't like massive, but they were definitely got me a lot bigger um, from where I was because I was posting my shit and getting a few hundred plays to some of my tracks getting like hundred thousand plays no. on right. like yeah. And I was like seeing my name popped up on like fo- like um, like forums and like everyone was r- posting my shit on their YouTube channel. That is with like their own like little visualizers to it and I was like the fuck I was like this is sick <laughs> and you can imagine how gassed up you'd be as like a teenager yeah yeah and then yeah. dude but like I spent all my time indoors I was just <laughs> making tunes all the time yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah um but yeah so I just did that for ages and then just kind of like grew out of it out of that genre 
when I got to like, like I don't know, 17. And then I started wanting to get into singing and stuff a bit more. I fucking hated it. Yeah. I tried to sing on a track and I was like, dude, there's no way I'm doing this at all. Yeah, like, yeah. this just sounded so bad. Everyone hates the sound of their voice, so I think. Like, well, that's it. But like, I think, especially when you first start to do it once, like, because like the, I guess like the benefit of being like in the situation that we're in where we can record at home and do all that stuff, gives you so much opportunity to just actually like experiment and listen yeah. to yourself and just like kind of like know what's going to work and everything like imagine having to go to a fucking studio and like spend like x amount of dollars Dude. and then being like this sucks yeah, <laughs> yeah. i'm gonna have to not come just here this sucks day. like i know anyone to hear this ever mm. and then mm -hmm. like and then going into a place like that it, it disheartened you as well like you put all the time in and you go to somewhere fancy and then you're like this is just not that good and you'll be like why am i doing this yeah for sure Dude, that's the yeah. thing, like, we were watching that, saying, watching that Rick Rubin thing the other night, last yeah. night, and, like, his strategy or whatever is, like, to have a nice area, and, like, they were showing footage of his studio, and it's, like, an old farm and shit, and it's, like, strategically painted everything white, heaps of windows, yeah. heaps of light and stuff like that, which is, like, com like, completely different to the traditional studios, which are, like, no windows, fucking dark as fuck, mm. that kind of thing, because he's trying to, like, I don't know, just let the light in. Yeah, I think that's his thing. He wants to create that environment. Yeah. And that's like, I've honestly always tried to do the similar thing. Yeah. When, like, even when I was in my bedroom and that was the first place that you guys came to. Yeah, yeah, to, yeah. For, Like, because we hadn't met until you guys came there. Yeah. And I was just like, it was my fucking bedroom, dude. The studio, the yeah. bedroom. Yeah, I had the bed. But, like, I even bought, like, a couch. I mean, a bed, like, folded up into a couch just so when people came over, it was, like, you know, more acceptable. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was that your actual bedroom? So Do that, yeah. Because, like, you probably never knew because, like, every time before you guys would come over, I would set that up as the, the couch. <laughs> yeah, that's, so good. <laughs> that's so fucking awesome, dude. Yeah, because oh. I was, like, when I moved in, I was, like, fuck, like, how am I going to have bands here how are you gonna con people that you're a legit mixer <laughs> well that well that was it and that's like a big part of it man because like you bring someone in to your place and it looks like it doesn't look legit yeah they're just gonna have that instead i mean you can prove yourself I yeah think. yeah yeah definitely but yeah you want it to be i mean like billy eilish fucking recorded all that stuff and just like the bed but then yeah. it, then again it's like their family home and stuff so it's like a bit different when you got people coming in <laughs> that are paying you yeah and yeah. it's like Hey, just pop a squat on the bed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that that was like an, seeing seeing that doco. Uh, I'm assuming you watched it as well, or you, or you've seen her. Like the Billy Eilish one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, just I was blown away by the fact that that was where they did it, and like mm. that's how it all went down. And there's these massive pop songs that you hear on the radio, blah blah blah. But it was all just done in those bedrooms. Yeah. So it's just like it really opens the door for people to think like you don't have to be in a fucking fancy studio doing it you could nah. be anywhere and that's like yeah. the beauty of where we're at now yeah, yeah. those days are done i reckon <clears throat> bedroom sure. producers yeah. are pretty common though i reckon oh yeah like, for sure a lot of them are like that but i mean for like the mainstream yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. for the mainstream yeah yeah i and it's like i think that's a cool thing i think there's like a place for like the big studios and stuff what kind and of I th place you reckon I don't know. I mean, I think it's just honestly like people with fucking lots of money, to be honest. And the tools, like there's some serious tools there. Like and session like, musicians yeah. as well. Yeah. And like, yeah. 
I think yeah. there's like yeah certain applications where it's like yeah it would be awesome and like honestly if you had the money to go spend to like go to a studio it'd be such a sick like vibe just to go somewhere and just like that's what you're there for yeah because mm. even when you're at your home like you can go you can be like nah fuck oh, this I'm gonna go the door, yeah. yeah yeah exactly but like know. when you're at a studio it's like that's it like you're there for a reason yeah totally. and yeah I don't know I've always like wanted to like just book a session at a big studio just and like get a bunch of friends down and just like have a good time. Yeah. I reckon though the actual studio layout is probably going to go get left in the dust because mm. there'll be so many better ones like that one that we were watching the other night with like Rick Rubin. It's the Shangri-La studio place that he's got up in California or whatever. It's literally built on the fucking, on the beach and he's got a studio in like, a, in like, Bob Dylan's old caravan or whatever yeah. the fuck it is. Oh, so yeah, yeah. You, you've seen that? Yeah. And then he, but inside he's got the, the studio, but it's a place where you go and stay and then you have songs, you have all this pre-written material, whatever, mm. but you go down into the studio and you record and there's no distractions. And then once you're getting frustrated, then you go up into like this nice, like epic place and yeah. you sit down and you chill. And I reckon the future of studios probably, uh, other than like bedroom studios, would probably be... High quality studios would be places that you go away as a band and then you have like this awesome place where you can like really fucking dial in like Yeah, it's what, more than just recording. It's, a, it's not just yeah. like an area like this, what we've got like with the fucking foam and stuff where you're sort of inside this like cab like cage. It's like <laughs> it's, it's like, like a, a retreat. It's not a cage. It's like a full yet, retreat. But it's like mm. a retreat. And you yeah. get to you get to use what they've got there, like the environment, and then pull it into the music in like the final cut kind of thing. I guess that's why we've found going away to like, you know, nice places like the beach and stuff and just taking all our gear yeah. and then just setting up and things like that. Like so that's important. like the new kind of that's just like a good way to do it because But imagine that mixed with a really good quality studio. Yeah, yeah. 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 Like, yeah. That'd be un because yeah. what we're doing isn't well no we're spot, just we're just yeah, still, putting down like stems in the room yeah yeah like mm. in the but it's the the principle of it i guess For as sure. well you it's like vibe, you get i guess there's no distractions yeah. and then you get like you have to lock yourself away for a week one mission and then you can get inspired by like your surroundings i guess yeah for yeah. sure that's the that's the fucking magnus open whatever it's called yeah, and that's the problem with like this. Well, this place doesn't have many problems, but you you've always got mates coming and going, and you'd be stuck into something, and you're like, yeah, things going, and then they're like, hey man, how you going? And you're like, oh brother, good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then like, yeah, you look like if you go to another place where you're isolated, they're not going to drive three hours to come say good day. So it's yeah, yeah, it's a different kind of thing. Yeah, for sure. Do, do you ever write? Um, do you, you just com- uh, cons- only make beats at home, or do you write in other places? Or usually just at home. Yeah. Yeah, I yep. don't find my. I mean, I've made some stuff, like I, on a plane before. Yeah, no. Like, yeah. Is that confirmed? Yeah. <laughs> uh, confirmed? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not on the OP1, though. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> nah, um, yeah, just like on a laptop on the plane, make some random beats. Does it ever feel like a chore for you going into the room, or you're always like so happy to get in there every day, or does there some days you go in and you're like, oh, this is just not the day? No, nah, for sure. Definitely a lot of the time I'm just like, yeah, this ain't the day. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I know, like, uh, yeah, a lot of the time I'll, like, take a break from going in. Like, sometimes I won't go in the studio for, like, a couple of days. Is there, like, a time of day for you where you feel like the most, like, creative stuff comes out? Is it, like, in the morning after you've had a coffee or is it, like, in the evening? Where is there, is there something where it's, like, this is, like, the best time for you or yeah. just 
I feel like it's either got to be, I feel like for creating stuff, like if I'm making a song or working on something like of my own in the morning for yeah. some reason. Yeah. Either morning or really late at night. Um, and then for like mixing stuff, I don't know why, but like if I'm like at like three o'clock, <laughs> I don't know why, because I think I get to, it like gives me a timeline. So like when I start at like that time, I'm like, okay, I'm going to work on this till six o'clock or seven o'clock. And then it's like, I'm going to be hungry as fuck by then. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to eat. So it's like, it kind of gives me a reason to like stop and refresh my mind. Yeah. And how much work do you get done after you've eaten? After I've eaten? Yeah. Oh, it depends. Depends what he eats. Yeah, it depends what he eats. <laughs> <laughs> I can't blame yeah, just like, <laughs> I just drink a liter of soy milk. <laughs> and then I pass out. <laughs> yeah, I reckon it, it is, you're right, there's some certain times that you're better for doing shit and some mm. are not. I reckon the morning's good. Like, if you're pretty disciplined and you don't fuck around and, like, get on your phone and sit down on the couch or whatever. Dude, yeah. Then you, if you do that, you like you fuck yourself. But if you wake up, kettle on, grab a coffee, and then you grab the guitar and you start fucking around, you're in a better, better position. Hundred percent. Have a better day as well. Yeah, better day as well. Yeah. 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 And also the later night thing, like there'll be times where you, you come home, hit back here or whatever, and you piss, and it's like pretty late, like twelve o'clock, one o'clock, and you're like, fuck it, I might fire up the computer and just see see what happens. <laughs> you just keep shitting you know, Yeah. And yeah, then you're in the morning, most of the time you're like, oh, well, fuck, that didn't work. But <laughs> maybe sometimes you're like, that was sick. I reckon yeah. best sessions are when you come back after something that's good that's happened, like a night out that's been fun, mm. or like just a dinner or something, and then you just come back in. Like for me, I remember like coming back after work and I knew I was happy that I'd finished work. Mm. And I'm like, I'm done. And then I'd go back home and I'd have the good energy of being done. <laughs> and then I'd just fucking get on the computer and just start like, going to town and then all of a sudden yeah. you just start you just like something and then you just go you just follow the rabbit hole but like yeah. if you if you come into it after like if you're like frustrated and you got something else on your mind it's like yeah I, I I knew you were doing that and then I tried to do the same thing straight after work try and like channel into anything and it just wouldn't work for me and like just like sitting down on an instrument whatever but I've always found like if I don't do anything Friday night wake up reasonably early Saturday morning and then just sit down on a guitar with no intentions of anything just like have a coffee, sit down and then just play. It's just like, that's when things feel really good for me. But it's just mm. like after work for me, it was just no go. I was just, all my energy was just gone. Yeah, gone. it's good. It's good. good but it's good just, I found Saturday morning is just like go time for me. Yeah. It's good. It's, uh, that's it's like, not like Saturday Disney, dude. <laughs> 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 it's different for everyone. Like, yeah, but it's an interesting thing, and I've like it's it's cool to ask different people because it's like everyone works on a different fucking timeline. Sure. And I reckon Kyle like works in a similar fashion to us, maybe as well. I get the vibe like the mornings mm. and the nights, but then he like grinds out like mixing's uh, maybe I'm wrong, but maybe it's a different part of the brain where it's like you don't have to be as creative. You can kind of just uh, this works, this doesn't work. Yeah, smash Probably it out. Creative, Definitely unit, a lot though. of creativity, but it's not yeah. as much as like. It's With not like and you like got nothing. You like heaving it. We need to fucking whip something up. Yeah, because yeah, a lot of the time the process becomes a bit like um, not repetitive, but like you know what you want to do and you know what tools are gonna achieve that. And a lot of the time you can just kind of be like, yeah, okay, this this is what I'm doing. Yeah, it's like it, a lot of the time it's like you got X, Y, and Z options of like you know like your knowledge and how to like attack something. Yeah, whether it's like you know how you compress a snare drum. Yeah, it's like, yeah. you know, like how you get the drums and bass to work together. Dude, it's like definitely. you've got your processes, 
like after doing mixing for a while like you know yeah. what you like want to do whereas like if you're starting a new song it's like yeah like well, that's, fuck i'm starting that's scratch. what i thought yeah. it was like interesting finding out other people's process because then i found out about ben's afternoon one i was like all right well maybe i need to have give give that a crack and i was just like that does not work everyone's different hey <laughs> but it's everyone's different dude like i don't have structure i like avoid structure <laughs> mm. yeah it's like I don't, I don't that's cool though as soon as i get into a rhythm i'm fucked great creatively like that's good though. So it's like, I feel like yeah, but, it's keeping it fresh all the time. Yeah, yeah, I gotta mix it up, otherwise I just make the same thing. But like that kind of thing was just working for me at that particular time. So yeah, like, but it's like, know. and it's like what even in that thing that we we're watching last night, how if you think about it too much, it's not gonna work. But if you just you're just doing something and it feels good, that's when it's gonna really work. And then yeah. think about it after. Dude, that's just, that's pretty much what Kyle was saying that, uh, today. Like we showed him the uh, that collab song we did with Kitchen Boy. Showed him a demo of it and um, would like tell him like, oh, we've probably now we're at the point where we're fucking around with, to the, with it too much. And he's like, man, usually your first instinct is always like the right instinct or the best instinct. Yeah. <clears throat> and that's pretty fucking true. I reckon like you just, whatever you, you do at the time and you, it feels good. Yeah, it's like your it. best idea. A lot of the time your best idea. Yeah, exactly. You might need like refining, but like that best idea is like. It's a weird thing, even with instruments. Like some days you'll pick up a, a guitar or whatever and then you just like my fingers don't fucking work and then some other days everything just works and it's just you feel so good and it's just like like for me it really like comes from feeling and if i don't feel it it's just never going to be any good and i th- you're probably exactly the same ben yeah i've run off that my whole life yeah yeah everything. <laughs> but, but it just comes down to thinking about it too much think too much it's never going to feel good but if you're just doing it because it feels good it's you know people yeah. it's probably going to relate yeah do you ever listen to um Say you, you, you do a mix and then it's like not final or whatever, but you bounce out and then you go listen to it <clears throat> not in your room, like in another place where you listen to it on a speaker and you, you're preoccupied, like you're outside yeah. walking around or you shit like that and you hear things kind of differently. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes, and I hate it. Dude, I was- <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes like you're like, this mix sounds so good. And then you listen to it in the car and you're like, I want to die yeah <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think with with writing there must be a big confidence thing as well like hearing hearing things back and then like like hearing other people's opinion on it like have you i definitely know that you've had that benny like do you find that as well so what do you mean like if like i show someone my song yeah like, yeah i guess so but even like listening to yourself back like you get locked in or i guess you were just saying and then you get so locked into a session one night and you're like this is brilliant mm. hear it the next morning and then you're like hear it and you're like just deflates your confidence because it's just not like how you were hearing it the night before yeah for sure dude yeah and like i've there's tracks sometimes where i'm like that's oh, not that good and then i show someone and they fucking think this is my best track ever yeah like, Fuck. That's but it's like but it's also yeah but it's also like it depends how much you trust that person's yeah. opinion but like if you know like you like you know value their taste in music and everything yeah. you have like, to be fun. really really careful as to who you trust what good music is and what isn't mm, like yeah. I reckon you can hear from somebody from the grape like it could be from the grapevine like that person likes that song mm. but like you need to have like full feedback from every single person that's heard it in order to like get a good judgement on it because For one sure. person's opinion could mean fuck all like yeah. and the, the this majority of people could like this one particular song but then you go even further and say that even that means fuck all as well because it's like the biggest song like the the wouldn't say the biggest but like the crowd favorite song that you played a gig or whatever that's 
doesn't mean that that's your like best song. It just means it's the funnest one to to play a gig and also that the most people have like resonated with. Yeah. But you might also have these like other things going where you just like I, know, I said it the other day, but like Fever and Rain's probably like the fav- my favorite song that we've ever done. And there's just it's because of the like looseness of it and like how how much fun it was to like make the sounds and like all the different shit that happened throughout that. Yeah. And like that that in itself is important. Like if I hold, if I like look at it like that, I'll say that's my favorite one, but guaranteed no one, no one like that's not gonna be like a crowd favorite for us, you know? Yeah. And like right. that's important to just like acknowledge because I feel like that you can just get sucked down a weird rabbit hole. I can go like, oh okay, well everyone likes that song, so I'm just gonna keep writing songs mm-hmm. similar to that. Yeah. And you just keep writing trash. Like you just gotta keep writing songs that you just well, really yeah. enjoy, you know? But then it's like again like back to following your instinct, hey. It's just like yeah. doing what feels good because you like doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And some people I reckon there are some people out there who can whatever it is they can pick a good song or they know what's going to be a good song mm. and there's like a the dude from Queen I think he plays a bass in it I remember watching something about him like apparently he his knack was like he didn't write songs or anything but he knew what was going to be a good song yeah and he could be like whoever wrote the song would be like yeah that one's a good one that one's not so good he's like that one's going to be a fucking hit let's let's work on that one yeah thing. yeah and I reckon, awesome. I reckon there are some people who have that kind of ear or whatever the fuck it is that can see that kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. And I reckon, definitely. I reckon, uh, shout out Tobes and I will. I reckon Tobes has a good ear for that kind of thing as well. What's that? We're going to do it? No, you Just can't have one will. without that. I reckon, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. But Tobes is going to make it. Tobes is like, that. yeah, one of our friends and he's, he's, uh, yeah, he's just got a good ear for things. And like, there's, there's people out there who, who do and they listen to a lot of music or whatever it might be and they can say, that one's going to be fucking good. Mm. To- Toes predicts stuff. So like, I reckon, I always honestly, sometimes when I was hanging out with Toes, I used to think that maybe there was something wrong with my music taste because I'm like, I'd listen to, like, what he would say is good. I was like, I don't like it. But then in two months' time, I'm like, I fucking love it. Yeah. And it would consistently happen. Like, I'd <laughs> Granny's got the same thing as well, dude. It's so funny. I'm like, so f- he's like a, a bu- in front of the eight bowl by like two yeah. months like, every single time. It's like, um, you know, you showed me that song by David, David, Damon Elwin. Yeah, yeah. One, whatever song it was, I can't remember. But anyway, I listened to it when you showed me. I was like, oh, yeah, it's all right. And then I gave the album a spin and I was like, listen to the whole thing. And that out, that song that you showed me stuck out. I was like, that's a sick song. <clears throat> and then uh, I was actually telling Benny about it this morning. I was like, put it on as well. And it's it's one of those things like, yeah. you give it a couple of listens. Like the first listen, you're like, yeah. Second listen, you're like, oh, okay. And then third listen, you're like, yeah, I get it. Yeah, you get it. It's like one of those things you just can't stop listening to new things and just, just and different things and just keep listening if you've got yeah. the time to do it which i find myself having but you just got to keep listening to yeah. everything yeah. just give everything a crack yep. which i was never like that i used to be very like pigeonholed but now i've opened up a lot more and it's um it's good it's good dude definitely yeah. good it's a whole different thing like you listen to different music and it'll, you write different music and yeah. it'll just change it and that's kind of an important thing as well like fuck <laughs> like fuck. dude it's just a crazy thing, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Not much more to say on that. <laughs> depends where you sit as well. Yeah. Depends where you it's, it's, a, it's a funny thing because something can be so powerful to you, but then to no one else. Yeah. Yeah. Just connects with different people, I guess. Yeah. Fucking the beauty of it, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. Who's your biggest inspirations, do you reckon, Kyle? Like when you're doing. For music like mixing the moment, yeah. or like for. For uh, like music you're making? Um. Ah, uh, fuck. 
in terms of just like musical like what i hear and everything like regardless of the process like joji is really good joji i'm not sure if you listened to joji before like joji's fucking sick he's got like a really cool like i don't know like just like um aesthetic yeah yeah um yeah and but like the 1975 i fucking love oh yeah Yeah. they're fucking amazing and they've been like one of my biggest influences especially for their live stuff their live stuff's fucking incredible yeah yeah um and it's like some of the stuff that can be like the most cheesiest pop stuff but there's the elements in it that's just like this is so fucking good yeah it's just like yeah like when you like draw it down to what it is you're like this is unreal regardless of if it's got that cheesy pop sound it's just brilliantly written yeah brilliantly written and just like yeah just like perfectly put together it's kind of like that silk sonic stuff with anderson mm. pack and bruno mars it's so it's kind of cheesy and like yeah, you know but it's, it's like fucking unreal before. but it's like man it's done so fucking well i remember watching a live video of them i don't know where they were but it was just like watching them play and it just got that fucking like that like that swagger about him and it's just That's something cool. about that that it, it complements the music as well i thought they let themselves down in their live performance i I, I, I liked it when i saw it because it just it. seemed genuine to me it's whether it was or where it wasn't but I, I felt it felt it felt like they were being themselves fair enough, fair enough yeah, but i don't know so other people might think otherwise but when i saw that it's just like this is what these guys are like they would be like that <laughs> and i was I like, yeah, just it's, it's, like it's just like stevie wonder like heaps of stevie wonder and they were just like um, <laughs> and they, but they write great songs and then they just copied the stevie wonder thing and then that yeah. let me down like but i appreciate them and i respect their their songwriting and, this, yeah. and they're like talents but it's, it's a, uh, I don't know I didn't get that <laughs> no, part that's like that's what you want to do I like I some be disrespectful like to to them but like I also think that they're like, like that's the beauty of it isn't it like yeah. I got a completely different perspective yeah. but it's just like I feel like sometimes you can really see where it's faked and then sometimes you can <laughs> see where it's genuine but then again like you have a completely different perspective to me so yeah exactly. it's just like there's no fucking rule is there there's no right and wrong either it's opinion it's <laughs> 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 so funny the complete same thing completely different opinion <laughs> yeah you're allowed to think whatever Bruh, I need to pee so bad. Go for Balania piss as well. Do you and Granny want to talk shit for a bit? Yeah, me and Granny talk. <laughs> talk we'll shit. debate over the Silk Sonic. I'll thing. leave you the vote. <laughs> I was like sitting there, I'm like, I'm about to piss myself. <laughs> <laughs> Should we talk about summits? <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. That to- it all began. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's all we've got to talk about now. <clears throat> well, I guess Toves is a fucking perfect example of why that was like a fucking a good thing at the time as well. Yeah, Toast was like fucking fun as dude. I remember when, like, you and I started playing together. Like, I remember rocking up and you were really good at guitar. And then you're like, do you want to jam? And I just wanted to play in a band. And then you were just like, yeah. Right. And then and then we rocked up and then you were playing leads and you were like, just play these chords. And I was like, playing these chords. I'm like, sick, we can probably fucking manage something if we get like a drummer together if we get a bass player or whatever yeah and then i remember asking toves and you already had mcphee lined up yeah and then mcphee was like coming in um at his band at his rehearsal rehearsal space and i remember jamming with toves beforehand and we got all these things down we playing like heaps of king cruel songs and stuff yeah, like that yeah. and i remember just getting it to like the point where we're like this is going to be sick and then the fucking moment that just blew everything open when we played that um um Tame Impala song, Half a Glass. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember hearing like Toves come in with the bass, like, 
and it was just like whoa i feel like the best song the best thing about summits even though whether it was good or bad it was the feeling and the feeling of making songs yeah, it was um, in in the room like that and i feel like i i've lost like that like genuine like confidence in playing because everything's so structured or I'm i'd love to get you as well, dude. I'm I'd, that too. i reckon like it, it comes down to the fact when we're playing the summits, because like, I get in that band room, we're sending it. And yeah. it's like fucking, you're really feeling the music as you're writing the song and the song hasn't been recorded and you don't have like a, you don't have like a logic version of the song. Like you've just made the song right there and that's it. And yeah. then you're playing and like, that's exactly how it's meant to sound. And then you go out and you play like a, a show and that's exactly how it's meant to be. And then when you hear it back on recording, it's sort of like underwhelming because it's like nowhere near as good as what it is live. Yeah. But like, that's also a burden because when you want to release music and you want other people to connect with the music you made, you can't love it as much as what you love when you play it live. Well, so like the yeah, logic, logic thing fixes that problem. But when you fix that problem, you lose the, yeah, the feeling part of like playing and, live. And that's the thing for me, like lost a lot of feeling recently in playing. And like, I think that was like, the main thing for me, I've started thinking too hard rather than just feeling it. And I think if we can draw back to just like the feeling. We need of, to write more songs together as a band. Because like I would have a feeling and then like my energy would come from that feeling and things would just happen. Yeah. But if I'm thinking too hard, it just doesn't happen. I'm thinking if it's good, if it's bad. I used to just fucking do it instead of thinking about it. And I want to get back to that because that was like... That was like the pinnacle for me because I was running off like just almost like the adrenaline in the room. Yeah, like the, the just the sounds. Like, and also we didn't give a fuck about anything back then as well. Like the the, the tones of the guitars cared a bit about it, but not really that much. The tones of the guitars, all that sounded, all that was epic was like how good and bassy and low endy and like that that like massive feeling do you get out of the chorus and like or like out of like the the solo sections and stuff like that and then you just shred a solo and toes bass was sounding good as fuck and he's got like by accident the low end turned up a little bit more than he should on the on the bass end <laughs> yeah <laughs> then we're just we're like dude this is crazy <laughs> so i think i think the conclusion of that everyone's back now but you just got to rip and not think <laughs> yeah yeah for sure that makes sense but that's true. That's a good thing. That's a good point. Like I can playing music, um, writing songs as a band in the band room, making changes on the fly, is a is like important. And we don't do even we don't do enough. Even that. playing live, I I'll, I'll play good or bad depending on how I feel. If I feel really good, I'll play well. If I feel shit, I'll play shit. Yeah. And I, I can't do anything about that. It's just it's all just comes to how I feel and like the energy. Mm. Yeah. Well, sure. like shit, but just like you play through your parts without feeling, but yeah. then sometimes you feel really good and then you play through your parts with feeling and then it like resonates, I think. And it's a fucking weird thing. And I don't know if anyone would ever notice it, but you really notice it as like a musician. Playing, yeah. So it's good playing drums. You don't have to think anything. You just smash and shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, the drums is all feel. It's all feel, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Take the thought out of it. That's well, I think all of them are. I think everything's feeling. I think everything comes down to feeling. Like, regardless if it's like, it, it affects the velocity of how you play, like mm. everything, every instrument. Mm. And it's all velocity based as well. And then the way you read, like, what everyone else is doing as well. Yeah, I'd agree with that sure. entirely. What are you going to say, Carl? Yeah, I reckon drums, like, 
like I feel like especially like sometimes I can feel out of it. Dude, you're a drummer boy for sure, man. Drummer boy. <laughs> well, dude, I remember playing this gig. Do you remember like Freezer at all? Sounds familiar. They like did a battle of the bands type thing. Yeah. So, um, Freezer essentially, yeah, it was all like battle of the bands. Um, and there was one gig I played with like one of my first bands I was in when I was like 15. I remember just the kick being so, like, it dominated everything, like, just in the room. Was it mic'd up? It was mic'd up, and it was, like, because In Hearts Wake were playing at the end. Oh, what, that you were supporting them kind of thing? Well, like, they, Freezer did this thing where they put, like, six or seven bands on, and then they'd have a big headliner. Yeah. So it was, like, a battle of the bands and then a headliner. Um, so we'd play, yeah, that type thing, but it was, like, set up for, like, a hardcore sound, and we are playing, like, I don't know, like, kind of, like, pop music. Yeah, yeah. I just remember like just being there like every time I'd hit the kick I'd be, it'd be like, boom, and I'd be like fuck and it was throwing me off so much yeah, and even yeah. just things like that made me go like I was just like you holding because it was so explosive yeah that I was kind of like this is like not the vibe <laughs> it didn't yeah. like it nah yeah it was like almost like too much so like even just like little things like that's why I, like on, like when you get good sound on stage it oh, makes yeah. such a difference <laughs> yeah I fully relate to that I've actually noticed like as well I can't not have these noise cancelling earphones that I've got in my uh, in, in my ears play, when I play a show because of the mm. mix like if I can't hear like whenever I hear my voice come back through like foldbacks or whatever mm. it always just sounds fucked like it, it like not yeah. fucked is it, but it's like it's just the the loudness of it I feel like I'm so hypersensitive to everything like I could just swallow and someone's gonna fully hear it yeah and so then, when you got like earbuds yeah. in and when it's like I can hear because it's sort of like touch it i can just hear the voice like you know when you fucking just hear you put your hand and then you can just hear you close your ears like that and you can just hear like the voice in your head kind of yeah yeah. that's all you can hear and i can just hear myself singing normally but Mm. like apart from that if i don't have them in if i take them out like i've been wigged out by like the fallback and stuff like countless times that's just like yeah it's almost negative yeah for sure man and that's what like i think yeah having like in ears that actually are playing your shit to like a balanced level would be awesome yeah that'd be cool dude that'd be sick when do you get that (laughs) (laughs) yeah what stage do you get what venue yeah legit that's the thing because we were talking about this as well like that'd be handy as fuck and like theoretically we could probably make it happen but it's just you just don't want to do it when when you're a shitty band like what's the point also so expensive and expensive as fuck they're like 1500 bucks for, really? for like the shore for ones one or for the whole band oh, for like one dude. pair really I've seen like, them actually uh, they're the ones we were looking at when we were at DJ City yeah, remember there was like shore ones up there and we were just like oh like, you surely need surely <laughs> not surely it can't be that expensive right dude. oh man but like you know it's what so like fucked. in order for my band to work you need them I need them well cause you got backing checks and shit it's so important I guess. yeah so like I don't think I won't need like only person that needs it is our drummer yeah cause there's <laughs> I would hate this, but he's going to have to do it anyway. Yeah. But he has to play with a click the whole time. Yeah. Which yeah, is we, like... We had the same thing for, for Tommy. Like for the, a few of the songs like at the start, <clears throat> it was kind of like with the arpeggiator, which is like to a click. Yeah, yeah. And um, at the start, we're like, well, it was kind of just... Uh, we thought that was the only way. I like, might need to play to wear headphones for that song. And, it, and fair enough, doesn't want to do it because it's like annoying. Like you, mm. you lose the feel, you lose... Come, shit. All comes down to feeling, yeah. man. You're That's literally robot. it. Robotic. Once it becomes robotic, that, it's which isn't, yeah. so much fun. fucking boring. Yeah, oh, for sure. Yeah, that shit. But now I think he just wings it. Like he's just like, yeah, fuck it. Yeah. Oh, it's good, and it, <laughs> it's, uh, it's working. It's working well now. The thing that sucks as well, like I can imagine how shit it would be 
if you're on a click and you're <laughs> playing along to something versus when you're like free, like got free reign, you're not going to be able to throw in nah. all these random things because you're going to be so fixated on the click. And you're like, if, mm. cause if you go out on the click when you're live, you can't just be like, ah, oh, I'm, I'm out. Let's stop and play again. Yeah. And you've got to fucking, you've got to, be on you've got to connect Dude. with it again. And the whole band suffers. Like everyone's in. in and you want to have that. the freedom to improvise when you feel it as well. Yeah. Because like you can do, you can just throw shit in and like, even if it's not true to what you, the, the track, like it doesn't mean that it's not good in a fucking live oh, setting. Live yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. Exactly. And that's the thing, like, as soon as there's a click going, you, you just tighten up and you're like, all right, fuck, I've got to focus on that. And that's all you can kind of hear. Mm. That's like that song you, you showed us before, you played drums on where it's like fucking 180 BPM. Quick yeah. as fuck. <laughs> like that kind of shit. Like I'm sweating whenever I'm playing drums, trying to record. If it's like high, high, like not even that fast, but it's like mm. high BPM, you just like, you, you don't do as many shit that you normally do mm. and it like yeah. restricts you. Yeah, yeah for sure. I, yeah, I mean, that's a big thing when you're recording. It's just like it's a whole different thing when you've got a click on. Luckily, luckily the dude um, I've got on drums is like very used to it. Yeah. So he's very used to playing with a click and like that's rare. That is rare, dude, for sure. Yeah. So I think like even like when we played the other day, like – I mean, it was the other day. It was like fucking three months ago. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the other day. Yeah. Um, the other day, other day. <laughs> yeah, all, five all years ago. Fucking yeah. Every day is similar. The other day when you <laughs> were starting off on fucking... Never mind. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> we're back to true days now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, everyone will jam in that. Just like me and him. Like, it seemed like... Super fucking like natural to play like that. Like, yeah. And he was like throwing in fills and doing all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So yeah, I guess it just depends on the style of music you're playing. Hey. Yeah. And it's a full art. Like if you, some people probably practice to a click mm. like a lot of their life and then they get to recording. It's like, oh, it's natural. A lot of people don't. And no. they like just play however the fuck they feel. And then you like, you go to record, like we recorded a band not long ago no was fucking again it was fucking six months ago mm. but anyway um, yeah and they they were the same they were like, they were like jam band they were just just had fun or whatever and then we went to record and we like set up a click track for them and it just wasn't really working and then we're just like oh well, fuck it we'll just you guys do whatever you do we'll fuck the click track off you guys will just record it and it worked way better and yeah I guess dude this one I can't remember what the band's name was, but you sent, like, there was this, like, band that you recorded that, like, you were sending to me to mix. Yeah, what happened with it? Which was, was that, um, Satin's Broken Ring or something like that? Yeah. Did you yeah, end up yeah. concluding that or not? We concluded it, yeah. Okay. Concluding? Yeah, we concluded it. What well, do you mean conclude? Oh, I wasn't sure if it ever got back. <laughs> it finished. We lost a lot of, like, on the computer and, and the hard drive, we lost parts stems and shit just went miles away like lost yeah. local takes lost synth parts whatever mm. and up find them i think you got them all did you how'd you go that you finished mixing it no nah, dude so ah, oh, so have they not talked to you since then dude i don't know benny's i think been speaking to him uh saturn's Saturn ring. broken ring oh yeah <laughs> yeah oh yeah did <laughs> we had that game ages, dude. anyway fuck i don't want to bring up too much but i think we fucking clocked it yeah no nah, because like in the end what happened with that <laughs> because like when you sent me the files right there was like so many different so many different takes yeah but because they were all like slightly different in the timeline to each other i was like i can't like even just to put the song together was like 
like ten, like ten hours. Oh, yeah. that's right. Because you you've been talking that you're outsourcing editing now because it's just a fucking yeah. Sometimes yeah, like if it's like if it's like if there's a lot to do, but it's not. It wasn't even editing. It was like literally getting to the point where I could hear how the song was laid out. I think that was on our our fault. I think we yeah, you when fuckers. we sent the shit <laughs> <laughs> because no, like normally when we send shit to you normally like we put a bit of time into it and which is what we should have done with this one we like put time to it like make sure it sounded good you had we, like this all like the takes you wanted all the takes we want like the best ones yeah like there you go send them to you yeah and in this case i think we just sent you a lot and you said fucking good luck kid like <laughs> yeah and there was like so there'd be drum takes right um and then there'd be like you'd put lame out together and they'd start at different points yeah so i was like damn <laughs> and i was like to the, i was like to the guy i was like I was just like, man, like I don't think I can do this. Fair I was enough. like, I was like, I like can't really. Lay, I was like, I can't really lay out the track. I was like, I don't even know how it sounds. Um, I was like, sorry. Yeah. yeah. It's so funny, <laughs> dude. We must have a problem with the way because we. I feel like it was normal, but maybe we bounced it out wrong. I think we bounced it out wrong. Maybe we bounced out every take underneath the. Maybe the should just hit you guys up and being like. Yeah, well, but, I didn't know anything about it. I just said, okay, I thought they would have talked like, to you oh, for some No, reason. no, no. That was 100% our mind. bad, dude. But that's our fault for sure. <clears throat> like, at, the way we recorded that was like, we were we were quick and we had every every tag down. Dude, that but was, it was in one day. So that was, was like a weird one because it was like recording this band. They were all, um, there was like seven of them, maybe. And just like mm, a lot of random people so coming in. Shit, and they yeah. were like from South America, I think, like Columbia men. They were all like just. Really fucking good musicians knew what they were doing. Mm. They came here. They came in here, yeah. And we yeah. we had a fucking sick day with them, like yeah, fun as fuck. Um, and then we got the shit done, finalized, and then I don't know. I think we kind of just towards the end we just bounced them out without thinking too much. We're like, fuck it, Kyle can deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm just like, sorry, bro. Yeah, yeah. It's like my bad, dude. Fair enough. Like they got someone to mix it and they did a good job of it. And it's like kind of someone's obviously gone through our mess and yeah, yeah. Go. We should figure out what we did wrong there because I don't know. I think it was again. the bouncing. I think I think we like Kyle said we bounced out fuck all the drum takes. Where normally we, when we sent shit to you, we just do the one drum take. Mm. We do it. Yeah, we isolate it and fr- like freeze and send or whatever. Yeah, or yeah. Just the one take. That's probably where we went wrong. So yeah. you would have gone through the whole editing process and also logics that jumbles shit up sometimes. Yeah, well, like, there was, like, something, dude, there was things, like, I would try, because there'd be, like, kick one, snare one, whatever, and sometimes I'd lay it together, like, put it out together, and it would just be, like, not the same, but the kick one and snare one would be different. True, true, So I was just, like, bro, what the fuck? (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) Nah. It's all good, hey. What's your, um... First steps, like if you hear or you receive the files for a mix, is it drums you sort out first or? Really depends. Um, usually, because I think that that's like, I know it kind of like embodies the whole sure, track yeah. almost. But again, like depends on the track. But like I just usually like listen to it a bunch of times. Um, yeah, I get like, yeah, kind of work out like <laughs> what's already there and like just how to like improve it i guess as yeah. opposed to drastically changing it yeah um but sometimes you do like just depending on like like what you because because you guess you have like kind of like a vision of how you want it to sound after listening to it a few times you're like it should sound this way and yeah. sometimes you're like with the depending on like the files that you get you're like i can't achieve this without going pretty extreme yeah yeah, yeah. 
But it's always a way. But yeah, I usually start with drums for sure. Yeah. Get that sounding good. And then everything just comes easier after you do that. Yeah. Drums, bass, then guitars and shit. Yeah. And sometimes, like, honestly, with guitars and stuff, I try to do as least to them as I can. Yeah. Drums is probably the most thing I fuck with. Dude, we've hit a point with our stuff now where I think everything we do is DI. And <clears throat> because we do so much scratch stuff, we don't have, we're not up to that like level where we've gone past the demo where we're thinking like, all right, finals. Yeah. But um, we were thinking like for guitar tones, mm. um, would it make sense for us to just get like a nice preamp and we can just go direct into like DI, but through a nice preamp mm. and then we can work on the tone with like with you and like figure out what it is because I reckon a lot of the times like you hear back to you hear back the tones and once it's like recorded in audio, it's um, it's hard to sort of like change the tone of it or like change the sound of it because it's already been it's already been done it's already been done yeah like i have two theories on that because i used to do this one band i recorded with called long boys yeah worked them, with them for ages and we started off doing that we would di everything and use like amp simulators and stuff like that mm. and there was a point where it's just like it's almost that instinct thing right so it's like you're when you've got something where you can change it an infinite amount of times for the whole mix process. Yeah. There's obviously that thing where it's like, yeah, this is good because if we want to change it, we can because we've got a dry signal. But it's also like you, like if you record something like in that moment and then that's what you have, it's like that's what you that's work what with. You have, yeah. mm. It's like, yeah, there's a, yeah, I have, yeah, two schools of thought on that. It's just like the one where it's like, yeah, I can change it, always change it and that's great. But usually what I do these days is record a DI signal and the amp. True. Yeah. Because, and I'll go with the amp for as long as I can. And if I'm like, this really isn't working for me or yeah. if I want something else out of it, then I'll look at the DI and be like, okay, yeah. let's add an amp simulator and fuck with it. All right, let's yeah. do that next time. <coughs> Just, we, yeah, yeah. yeah, amps and DIs. We'll it's a good idea. We've yeah. got a DI box. We haven't really used it that much. Mm. You don't know how to use it. <laughs> we figured out how to use the sucker, but... Um, it's full rocket science. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's a complicated thing. But... um. Because that's, that's something we'll think about. So, like, what's the best method? Like, do we just DI shit and then time and hunt with the plugins? Mm. Or is it better to just take however long to figure out dialing the sounds on the amp and the pedals and shit? Just yeah. do, do both. I, I do both, yeah. yeah. I would like, when I like mic up an amp, I mean, a lot of the time I'll just start with, I'll just chuck it in front where I like generally think is good. I mean, anywhere can be good if you use it right yeah but like fuck around with that for a little bit get something that sounds good doesn't need to be perfect just need to sound good yeah and then you like best way to do it would just be like going into like a splitter so you can go guitar into like a splitter one goes to the amp one goes to um di so the exact same take yeah does both yeah 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 that's yeah. that's what we we're thinking yeah because our, our like we used to when we first started off doing things like the recording process we had no idea about it and we went on down the YouTube rabbit holes and fucking read articles and whatever and figured out like what's the best mic to use, what's the best mic placement, all that kind of thing. Mm. And then we, wow, in my opinion, we kind of like dropped off. We're just like, yeah, fuck it. Like it all sounds similar. Let's just chuck a mic there. Don't worry about it too much. It's capturing the sound. Yeah. Move on kind of thing. Yeah. And because that's another thing, like you don't want to get bogged down for an hour figuring out the best fucking tone and mic placement like yeah. you want to get on with the song and see what happens but where we went wrong with that was with drums 
for sure. Just kind of there's like, way more mics in the mix with the drums as well. It makes it so difficult because mm. all the like the phase cancellation and like it's so it's so hard to make it th- sound like big when all of them are just working together. Like as soon as you put them into Logic, it's just like, well, it sounds fucked. Because I remember Wasted Days was that song that we really need to make the uh, Tom's pop, but we never got that down, but we had to roll on. And then that was like, I don't, do you remember that? Kind of, not really. Yeah. I think that was like <laughs> a thing that was stuck in my mind. But um, I think it comes down to tuning the kit as well. Because yeah. there's a lot of things you see about like people tuning the kits and using different snares to different songs. Yeah. Which snares I'm are huge, sure man. it's a pretty common thing. But like we just use that kit and we just go, yep, fuck, we'll just bang it and see what happens kind of thing. And yeah. then again, send it to Kyle, good luck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then there's the stuff that everyone would like get fucking sad about as well that you just had to settle for. It's like that song was 100% the Tom's didn't impact the way I wanted them. And it's like when we did Let It Go, how like fucking how driven we were on the kick. And then we oh, had, yeah. yeah, we had to add the extra samples of the kick because the kick just was not pushing through the way we wanted it. And that was completely our fault because we didn't record it the way we wanted it. But yeah. it's just like trying to get that fucking right sound with the kit. Because mm. you can like ma- manipulate sounds so much in a computer, but sometimes you just lose like that kind of live sound or that raw like sound that's like can be really, really, you know, good and satisfying. Yeah. Mm. It's like you start shaping something so much. Like, like I fucking, because I was like, went from an EDM background. So when I first got into mixing, I was editing the fuck out of everything. Yeah, yeah. Like I was like, yeah, just go on hand. Yeah. The but, kick wouldn't have been the same after that. Yeah, yeah. It's well, like, yeah, you just like go like, you do things that you'd probably, I'd never do now. Yeah. When you started doing EDM and you, and you were using mm. drum machines and stuff like that, mm. did you have analog? Like, did you have... Um, nah, dude. Oh, not analog, but like, did you have hardware stuff for mm. the drum machine or you, everything was software? Yeah, everything was software. I didn't get into any, um, like, hardware until I started mixing for bands. True. And um, when you use the uh, the drum machines on software, were you using, yeah. like, plugins that were, like, emulating drum machines or you just, is there some another way? No, nah, so in the FL Studio, they just had, like, a sequencer. And I obviously, like, start off with, like, the default sounds that were, like, in there. And they're, like, the most basic-sounding drums ever. Like, the classic FL Studio drums. But then you just download all, like, sample packs and stuff. Like, there's this one called Vengeance. Yeah. Everyone uses, like, Vengeance. Sounds like nasty. Yeah. Oh, dude, no, it was, like, it was great. I, like, again, it was, like, all just, like, cracked. Yeah, nice. So I'm probably going to get fucking... Everyone is in, like, EDM people? Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Are they, EDM, are they, like... Um, s- stuff like that for different genres that people would use? Um, or is it mainly sort of recording Like vengeance stuff? Well, just like, like how you can download like samples and you can mm. sort of say like, okay, every EDM artist uses vengeance drums. Could you use it? Could you apply it to like other do- other ones like hip hop beats? Like break oh, beats for sure, yeah. Well, now it's like, I think vengeance is pretty much like a thing of the past. I think like I still like every now and then I'll cycle through it because I've got them all there and I'm just like, bro, these sounds just like they're just like so hyped up and just whack. Yeah. But like they can be useful. Um, nowadays, splice. Yeah. Have you heard of splice? Yeah, heard of splice. Yeah, it's where you get little free drum loops and shit. Yeah. So well, splice dude has like samples upon samples. They just like everyone like all these people uploading like different like samples and shit. It's where I get a lot of like the drum sounds for my tracks. I also use just like random sound like sample packs from like producers and stuff that they create and sell yeah it's awesome 
the, uh, yeah. Yeah. That's made oh not really made a banger but like i tried (laughs) (laughs) a banger i tried to make like a electronic fucking what do you call them a banger i don't know like one of those fucking electronic i think a banger a banger is what you call it after it's when it's complete yeah Yeah. (laughs) when When someone yeah someone's (laughs) giving it it bangs does it bang it didn't really bang but it was like (laughs) i used um, it had ideas in it yeah yeah it was like sorry sorry it was a banger. It was fucking... Um, <laughs> just ripping him apart. It was on one of those... Generally <laughs> <laughs> did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, it was on one of those fucking um, websites like Splice. I just Googled fucking free samples or whatever. Mm. Got a got a sample off there and it was sick. It was just like a chord progression with a fucking synth sound. Reversed it and then it was like epic. And I was like, sweet, let's use that. And then chucked on another MIDI... Uh, not a MIDI drum sound, like another fucking free sample of a drum kit and just fucking chewed my way across and just yeah. see what happens. It's a great idea of not thinking too much. You're just throwing shit in. Yeah, and that's Working thing, with I, what you got. You can't be fucked, like, scrolling down for too long. Like, you go to the first page, maybe the second page, and then you're like, that one's good. Let's, yeah. let's just take that. And then... Um, I love the, like, call for the vape. is always just like... <laughs> <this is fucking, laughs> I'll just put my feet up then. I'm like, put it in the tire <laughs> and you, <laughs> you, you, you acknowledge it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think, yeah, like, using samples like that is fucking awesome for getting ideas. And, like... One thing I do kind of pisses me off is like I'll get all these ads on YouTube that'll be like motherfuckers and they'll be like, so like I got this message from (laughs) Unison and they sent me this chord pack and I'm like, I don't use chord packs. I make my own chords. And then they're like, but as soon as I, man, I opened it. (laughs) Oh my fucking God. They've got minor chords, major chords, all of them. It's that like, is- yeah, no shit. You got two, either you got a minor chord and a major chord. Sick. And I'm just like, yeah. It's, and they're just, and they're just like. Did you do yeah. that in print the first one again? So, yeah. yeah, so Unison messaged me and I was just like, dude, no, 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 no. I make my own samples. Yeah. And, uh, but Sorry. I put it in, drag and drop. Bam. It's a hit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's cold. Yeah, it's fucking fire, man, dude. I get the same one as well. It's like, man, if I had this fucking plug-in when I was your age, I'd be a fucking million. million. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's like so not about that. It's not about that, man. But saying that, there are also some cool as fuck samples that take you in weird directions. Oh, for sure. You can go into the looping section on, um, on Logic and just find, like, just go through there. If you're, like, looking to write a song... Find something that you find is just really sick and you just really like getting getting around it and then you just pull it in and then just go from there and you can you can like take it take it into some cool directions with that. Yeah. Do yeah. I like I use samples all the time. Yeah. But that's the thing, it's like I'm like, am I being hypocritical? Cause like I use samples and stuff to like spark ideas when people are like drag like cause I drag a sample in. But people are dragging chords in and suddenly I'm like, that's stupid. But I'm like, but sampling's okay. Yeah. So I'm not sure. But I just feel like something about dragging chords in is so unoriginal. Because, like, you're going to take that sample and do something... Like, you're going to, like, change it entirely. You're going to make your own thing out of it. Yeah, yeah. Like, a chord pattern like that is just like... Like, learn how... Get a MIDI keyboard, man. Just figure it out, brother. Yeah. Also, as well, I reckon, like, if you have a song that you really like that you've made and you listen back to it and you can hear that sample in it you're always going to know that that one particular thing isn't something that you played and that mm. it's like it's like a, a thing that lo- that's like 
in logic or, or like yeah. it's in a sample pack or something and it kind of like diminishes like how much you like the song yeah like the thing that you made dude you i made. was um you know dead mouse yeah yep. um he was like he does it like twitch streaming all the time and yeah. some guy sent him a song that he listened to and he was like um yeah listen to it and he's like a good track and i had like a vocalist on it and he was like who's the singer and then the guy was like oh it's just like um some like full vocal me- like full like song of splice which is free that anyone can download and then he was like oh that's pretty whack and the guy's like oh yeah and i've released it through a label already <laughs> and then he was like what the fuck it's like literally any that's literally like anybody could take that vocal it's like if you didn't sing your own lyrics and you just got them from splice and put them over diver's track and released it it's like that's whack i could anyone could just do the same thing and call it their own original song yeah it's weird so yeah there's like sampling where it's like you can just you can change it and make it your own and that's like part of like hip-hop production for forever pretty much like you know even just like you know, making beats from like, you know, the drums from this song and like sample from another song and combining that. It's a lot of early hip hop production. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But yeah. Dude, but that's like, um, <clears throat> there's a song by like Bruce Springsteen. It's like one of his big songs. And it's like a keyboard. And like, like he got like the Yamaha fucking whatever in the 70s or whatever, mm. which was like fresh at the time. And he got it before anybody else. <laughs> and it had like a, certain preset which is like good as fuck yeah and he used that in one of his songs just like classic hit song can't remember the one but anyway and the only reason like why not it's about like a big reason was like hit song because he kind of just got the sound first mm. and it's just that kind of thing like he just whoever reaches the sound first, first best man, rest. just like you want yeah. there's a trend in sounds as well which is interesting there's a big trend in sounds but I also sure. think like the trend in sounds is over because everything's already out Mm. Like, there's not much other stuff. There's not many other things that they could do to, like, they can't bring out a piece of technology. They might be able to, but that particular technology's got a sound that you can't make by synthesizing yeah. already. So that's kind of already fucked. It's all that's why I got the Super 6. He's got to know yeah, about that's exactly right. Forefront of new audio. You've got to yeah. know about how to use them. There's, there's definitely room. Like, that thing's got the, whatever the fuck is, the 2DS yeah. thing. And Nintendo? The, <laughs> yeah, it's got this whack thing where it's like an extra fucking six voices or something like that on mm. the di- on the six, on the UDO on the UDO yeah yeah that thing how it literally like it it's got like one sound and then it duplicates six to the left and six to the right and then slowly the furthest one out gets detuned the most and then it like steps in you know so like the more yeah. you like detune it the more the, f- the furthest one out goes down. So you really get like this fucking massive sound out of it, but it fully changes the the tone of it, and it's got like an um like preset weight. It's like a preset um sine, like sine waves, but they're not sine waves. They're like they're waveforms that people have like made. That they're not like the traditional ones, like yeah. saw waves, sine waves, triangle waves, whatever. They're like pre-made ones. So you like click on it, and then you can go through each one of these things. So you've got like the traditional ones, plus you've got like sixteen other. Um, ones that are custom made but then each one has that ability to like detune it yeah. so it's got this like each one's got its own unique like sound to it like yeah, and sick. once you detune it and you can choose how much you detune it and it's full for, it's like the coolest thing ever to do like it, it's really good for chords and like big voicings because like 
you know, it's just got that. Did you big say big voicings? Big voicings. Yeah. I thought you said big boy things. Big boy things. Has it got random? Because isn't there the setting you can do random uh, sine waves? Where yeah. it's just going all over the joint? Don't know. <clears throat> it's got like random LFO and stuff. I don't Pretty know. Like. Maybe. Did I show you that thing that on the OP1 where it's like you drop the notes into this bowl that's like spinning? Dude, you did. And yeah, it just yeah. like kind of randomly. I've seen that. Yeah. It, oh, every yeah, time it hits the edge, yeah, it yeah. kind of make, it's like produces a tone. Yeah. So you if you do like a, a G chord, it'll like take all those notes, drop them into this bowl, and then you spin the wheel. And when it moves around and hits the edge, it like produces the tone. So yeah. sick. Yeah. <laughs> but it's completely <laughs> random. It's fun. They, like, yeah. they've, they've just capitalized on fun. It's yeah, so that's the thing, yeah. Yeah. yeah, but I feel like that's like a fucking unique way to go about it because that's how you can come up with something completely fresh that's away from like the standard sine waves. Without a doubt, I do, and it's all just about like effects that you use as well, like you know a filter or like you know uh, some fucking effect. But yeah, where do you draw the line though? Where do they run out? Or is it infinite? Well, I think that's the thing now. It's like it's not about this. Like, I mean, it is about the sounds you use, but it's in the combination of what you're using. And like you could have the most basic song ever, but you might have the sickest vocalist ever on it. Mm. And then it's like then you've got something unique. Well, yeah. that's that's the, that's the one thing always. that can't like you can't. That's always going to be yeah something new. Like yeah. someone's voice can always for now. Go, they're always for different. Now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that like that might be the technology that comes along and just fucking changes the game. Because like I agree. Like if you look at a lot of songs in the past, nine times out of ten, a big band comes from the vocalist, like the uniqueness of the, the vocalist. Mm -hmm. But now that we've got all the different technology and there's like synths and like cool, cool sounds and stuff. Like it's not about like, it's, it's about the song obviously like, but it's like now you can have interesting sounds that are like gripping people and like cool leads. Mm. And like, you could just have like a, just like someone that just chills and then just singing normal shit. And then, but the leads are the things that are epic about the band. And there's like so many other dynamics about what makes a band cool. Yeah. And yeah. For sure. Nah, yeah, there's some songs which are like don't even have a vocal song, like EDM music and shit, just straight up. Yeah, fucking kick drum. Chris Point, legit. Like that's <laughs> just that's a new. just a kick drum. Just I want to release a song that's just a kick drum. Be like, hey guys, new Push single. Push me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did you guys do the Spat uh, Spotify wrapped thing? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Fucking Who's your out. top artist? Uh, I can't remember what my top artist was, but my top song was um, Rose Pink Cadillac, Dope Lemon. Okay. Oh, but June. I put it down to like, well, I do listen to it. It comes up heaps. But also because my computer here is like linked to my Spotify. Mm. So it's kind of communal. It's all a bit fucking skewed. Right. Okay. Who came in for you, Ben? Did you do it? I couldn't find it. Oh. I, I like. <laughs> I went, probably need to update your app. I went through the thing. I, I like if one of you guys can find it now. You probably need to update your app. Mine was, uh, Pond came in at number one for me. And then it gave me another thing. I don't know how many listeners Pond have. But I came in at 0.5. Oh, shit. So I must listen a lot. Did, yeah, <laughs> did I get the point, um, top 1% yeah. of the Beatles every year, I reckon? Oh, that really? Fucking hilarious. Top 1% of the Beatles? Yeah, we got the last two years in a row. Are you serious, dude? Yeah. That's crazy. That's fucking it's that, man. Rudy That's insane. Massive. Yeah, I thought point five of Pond was fucking pretty cool because I love them. But uh, that's fucking think about, insane. Well, think about like the audience for, for the Beatles, man. Yeah, yeah. Like versus Pond. But like, <laughs> fucking, fucking Pond. Hell again. Like, that's like, that's like the entire world. I game. think it's because like I listen to it, like Beatles albums when I go to sleep and it probably just rolls over and over and over sometimes. Yeah. Probably. Probably not. But surely other people. But that, that is, well. uh, hang on to that one, Scotty. 
It's a good start. Screenshot it. Yeah. Send put it, it on your story. Fucking, yeah, put it on your story, bro. Put it on your Instagram, like Scott. All yes, What's yeah. your Instagram handle, Scott? Dude, that's a good thing. Scott. Benny Stuck. was saying this thing the other day, like, uh, oh, I can't fuck to even explain it. Do you want to explain it? Can I have the What is it? <laughs> <laughs> it's the thing about the Spotify marketing thing. Oh, no, that, yeah. No, so this dude, um, David. <laughs> David. Oh, I can't remember that. Oh, you go, you go. <laughs> you're talking. <laughs> he, he was, yeah, you're right, you're right. Um, he was saying that, well, it, it's true. It's, it's just like, a mo- it's just a fucking, it's a marketing scheme. Like you screenshot your top five artists and then upload it. And then it's just like a marketing scheme for, for Spotify. And it's kind of got like everyone kind of just like looking at Spotify. But then we were sort of talking about why there isn't like another platform that's just come along and just said, well, we'll just take way less of a cut and you can upload your stuff in there and you're going to get way more streams and make more money. Isn't but that SoundCloud? Gets, gets paid more. Basically but saying like, like... Something similar to Spotify that's like under the same like structure. Basically you know? saying everybody's like plugging Spotify saying fucking cheers heaps and stuff when they're being dogs and not like... I guess it's the powerhouse. It's like Apple. It's like we're paying ridiculous amount for phones mm. but it's just like they're the powerhouse. Corporate dogs. <laughs> it's pretty fucked. Yeah, Spotify, like, the amount they pay artists is fucking whack. It's actually ridiculous. But it's like, it never stops us from uploading. Well, that's oh man, the they've nailed it, dude. Like, they, that's the thing you can't. That's the thing you the can't not upload yeah, it to it. Nailed, the algorithms are fucking good. The, the layout's good. Everyone cunts on it. It's just like. But also, I reckon like, I don't know what the stats are on Spotify. I've never looked into it or anything. But I reckon the amount of bands that are out there that just upload their stuff just because they want to get it out there. And then don't get the money back, like there there would be fucking heaps of them, dude. Like, there's so much music on Spotify, and they would make so much money from them alone. But then all the streams they make from like the big artists as well, like and then the amount of money that the, the percentage that they pay them, it's so out of whack. And it's like everyone always like it's like one of those power to the people things where people have the power to actually step in and just be like well fuck you we're not going to you anymore we'll, we'll go to this other one but there's not another one like there's other ones but there's like there should good. be one marketed like that to suck all the artists in well there was say, like, that was that title thing but that like, Jay-Z oh, set yeah. up one more successful like one that's actually like we will pay you 90% or like 80% or something like that and then it's going to take like years and years and years but eventually it will like everyone will just move across to that and just be like why are we connected to Spotify when there's one that's like you know Two thirds as big, whatever. So they won, didn't they? They'll get as big and they'll, and they'll make more money. Well, as it comes down to like the consumer side of things as well. People who aren't musicians, it's cheap as fuck. Yeah. Re- re- like relatively cheap, like, you know, 12 bucks a month or like, something. I don't even know anymore. I guess yeah. unless there's like a revolution against it, it's just going to go further the other way. Yeah. Yeah. They'll keep milking us till we're fucking dead, I reckon. Yeah. That's and probably me. Fine with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. Yeah. But I'll keep uploading. <laughs> yeah, that's it. When <laughs> like you a like the sucker. thing, like you just want your well, what do you do? Your music, so you're like, man, that's what I gotta do. I'm the same. I don't care, but I also care. I care about like the whole ethos of it. The ethos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. It's bullshit, fucked. But it's bullshit. Yeah, I'm still gonna keep uploading to it. <laughs> yeah, and they know that they've got you for fucking good. Anyway, should we uh, wrap up? Have we been on for two and a half hours? Yep, it seems. Is that like what a, that says? I don't know if it is. Two thirty-six, but there was a bit of a jibber jabber at the start. Yeah, I reckon it's probably two and a half, man. Legit. Two and a half. Fuck. Good All right, luck dude, we'll, we'll wrap it up. It. We'll go 
gigs that you got coming up? Like for Gutterboy? Not at this stage, but next year. And the one announced. I ain't playing my next weekend, even though it's not a Gutterboy gig. Yeah, I'm drumming for a band called Brand on Friday at Last Chance Rock and Roll. That starts at 7 or 8. And that'll be Come at 7. Off. That'll be sick. Come get, get there early. And the early on bird the door. specials. Huh? Tickets on the door. Mm. And, yeah. and EPs, like future EPs for Gutterboy? At this stage, I'm just going to do singles. So yeah. I think, yeah, just stay tuned. Uh, <laughs> have you got, stay an, tuned. Have you got an announced date? For that new one? Yeah, for that one. Well, like the whole song's done, but we're doing the music video next week. So I want to have like the video ready at the same time as the single. So I guess I have to just wait and see like how long that's all going to take. Yep. Yeah. But I reckon January. Yeah, I think. And that's I want to get a video and everything with it. As yeah, well. they'll have video and everything because that's like that's just what I want to do. Like I thought about just releasing it and then video after. I just want to have it all ready to go so I don't fucking slack off on any of the dropping yeah. it at one yeah. as one would be cool. Yeah, like I I probably still will separate them. Like do the song, like um, like first and then the video second. But I want to have them done. Yeah, ready to go so I can be like maybe a week or two after be like video for the track yeah, right yeah, there yeah. and it's ready to go it's in the bank yeah, yeah. nice dude that's what's happening and All then right. also mix bands that you're mixing um you've got mona bay on the cook mona bay mona bay is honestly like that's my main focus right now because that's like a full full fucking album but Good um job. that's gonna be a that's gonna be a hectic album so mona shout, bay. Out mona bay. shout out mona bay <laughs> um yeah dude like i've got like bands who i'm like pending to work with who are they um there's like so spaghetti stains like they're one of the like they've split up now. Are they on hiatus? Yeah, oh, I thought they were yeah. Definitely hiatus. Um, I fuck. But yeah, Pan from uh, Spaghetti Stains. She's um, starting a new band. No. So we'll see what happens with that. I got another band. I don't know their name because I've only been talking to the guy on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he sent me some demos, so we're gonna we're gonna see, see how man. that goes. And yeah, <coughs> fuck. And if any young whippersnappers want to get some shit mixed. By your boy Kyle, he's a fucking go-to man. Hit the boy up, Hit like the boy straight up. away. We'll probably even chuck the um, details for him in the comments. But what would it be if oh, yeah. someone wanted to contact you? Kyle's mixing. At at G at Gmail or is oh, just on Instagram. On Instagram. Yeah, like I'm an Instagram mixing. boy. Yeah, yeah. all my business is on Instagram. <laughs> the metaverse. That's sweet, dude. We'll, yeah. we'll put it in the um, we'll put it in the description and stuff. Hell yeah. All right. Done. Yeah, it was a bloody pleasure, dude. As always. Always. Love you, Kyle. Kyle Gaddison. Gutter boy, thanks for coming in. Yeah. Divers, thank you. Peace. Goodbye.